good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Thanks for listening in today to the podcast. How is your anchor holding? Is it gripped firmly to the solid rock of the Word of God? So glad to have you today. We're continuing the series on Harmony at Home, Biblical Conflict Resolution. And I have my cup of coffee here and I'm ready just to share some more thoughts from the Word of God. Uh, we, and when we pick up from the last podcast, I was uh, sharing with you some of the benefits of disagreements in your home. There are disagreements, of course, that if not handled biblically can lead into biblical conf- into unbiblical conflict uh, and much stronger difficulties, of course. And so what we want to do is is to recognize that those are con- there are uh, disagreements that can lead to conflicts, but if we handle them correctly, there can be some benefits to having those disagreements. The fact is we're a bunch of broken sinners that are living under the same roof. And so if we learn to handle things God's way, then the disagreements don't need to turn into conflicts. Uh, there's actually blessing to be found when you work through the sanctification that God has uh, intended for you to grow in. And so broadly speaking, your disagreements can be a beginning point to developing some of those real life uh, godly spiritual disciplines and skills to help develop your your uh, Christ-like love in your home. And when you learn to appreciate these, then it'll be helpful. I mentioned a couple last in the last podcast is that when you have disagreements in your home, they can really encourage you to search the scriptures, uh, that you will go and find your wisdom there because you're going to be seeking insight and discretion and understanding on being able to handle things biblically. That always brings glory to God, and it's a stretching point for you. I mentioned also that a benefit of disagreement is that they help you to think very carefully about how and what you think or what you believe. Uh, it'll deepen your prayer life. It'll cause you to reflect and say, hey, uh, am I thinking correctly about this? Am I distorted in my viewpoint? Do I have an unscriptural uh, perspective on things? And it's good to ask those questions. Then let me pick up with the benefits of disagreement today by noting that disagreements can help you work harder at communicating effectively. That famous chapter in Ephesians chapter 4 in verse 17 through the end of the chapter, verse 32, there are some 21 different principles of communication that will help you to, to uh, be able to come out on the right pathway when it comes to resolving conflict and disagreements. And when you have a disagreement in your home, you need to work hard at it because it's not something that comes naturally. Our old flesh wants to rise up. But the Bible says in Ephesians 4.25, Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor. And of course, you have no closer neighbor than those that are within your family. For we are members one of another. Great wisdom is needed to be able to withhold my tongue and my thoughts and bring them into conformity with the Word of God. And that's a real challenge because you can't be responsive. You have to be uh, you have to be reflective in the way you communicate with each other. Another benefit of disagreement would also include the fact that those disagreements can produce maturity and endurance. James chapter 1 and verse 2, the Bible says, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers or various temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. 
If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given to him. And so the scripture says that those difficulties and disagreements can really bring you uh, a greater understanding and greater times of patience in working through those issues that you have. And boy, that's the real challenge, isn't it? To get in the habit of of being uh, intuitively or reflexively challenged in your walk with God and in the way that you think and respond to one another, and it helps you to mature as a believer. Let me suggest to you also a benefit of, a, of disagreements is that they can help you sharpen each other. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, the Bible says, Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Because you really learn how to speak to others in a Christ-like way when you practice these things. Uh, you learned out of sheer necessity that if you don't want a relationship breakdown, uh, you're going to temper your reactions towards the one that actually Christ loves that you're speaking to. Uh, our, unfortunately, the reality is that we tend to dehumanize people that we argue with or to slight them or criticize them, ad hominem attacks and things of that nature. But rather, uh, this we need to understand that they are equally loved by your Father in heaven and they are worth your being patient with because the Lord is patient with you as well. So remember uh, that that person that you're struggling with uh, that you have a tendency to react against is one who Christ loves. Another benefit of disagreements is they can strengthen your faith in the truth that God is working all things together for good. Romans eight twenty eight, famous passage of scripture, that the Lord works all things together for good to those that love for good to, to those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. So that doesn't mean that good things always happen. It just means that God purposes all things to work for your good. Uh, and you need to understand that, that God often puts speed bumps and he puts issues into our lives so that we might be able to grow in our Christ likeness and strengthen our faith in the fact that God knew we needed some rough edges knocked off. He knew we needed to be honed. And so he brings and allows those things into our life to teach us uh, to understand that he is purposing to do great things. Another benefit of disagreements is that they give you opportunity to practice servanthood and preferring one another. Boy, this is the really the, a hard thing, is it not? Philippians chapter 2 and verse 2, the Bible says, Fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Uh, and the only way that you can do that is in the next couple verses, verses 4 and 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a, a servant, a man. Uh, the scripture reminds us that that is, should be the default mentality of every believer. You're listening to this right now, and perhaps you've had a disagreement in your family with your spouse or with your children, and I think it's a good point to remind ourselves that we are to practice servanthood to one, one another, not to think of ourselves more highly than we ought to think, 
but to think soberly, to think righteously, to think in a in a, in along the vein of self-emptying and and exalting others. So remember, practicing servanthood and preferring one another are a direct result of having disagreements. Um, not only that, but last, I may suggest this: they give you an opportunity to love and glorify God. 1 Corinthians 10.31, you're familiar with, whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. When you have a time of disagreement in your family, a time of disagreement with your spouse, it's a real opportunity for you to be able to say, you know what, we need to give God glory for everything, and I want Him to be glorified and cultivate the smile of God on my life. Uh, that's an opportunity. Bill Shannon from Association of Certified Biblical Counselors suggests using the acronym uh, JOLT. Uh, it's one that I've used frequently with people. It's a good template for resolving uh, those conflicts, uh, disagreements that can break out into conflicts. Uh, and the, what, what, the, what that begins with is the letter J, and that stands for judgment. Judgment is not the goal in your disagreements. The person you're talking to, you're talking to or having a disagreement with in your family is not your enemy. God allowed differences for your good. Don't, don't condemn somebody and pass judgments on them when you may not even have the whole story. So judgment is not the goal. O, the word letter O stands for overlooked. Sometimes those weird idiosyncrasies of your spouse or other family members need to be given grace and understanding. I can't believe how loud he chews. Uh, I'm I can't I'm shocked at how loud she snores or what rituals they have or he won't pick up his socks or she doesn't wash the dishes or something of that nature. Um, they may have come from a very different background than what you grew up in, and understanding that is crucial. First Peter four eight says, "Have fervent charity, love, uh, because it covers a multitude of sins," and it's okay to do that. This is not to excuse rebellion against God, uh, but to have Christian charity knowing who you really are yourself and that people that you now live with may not have grown up with those same emphases. Uh, overlooked. It is a charitable thing to overlook faults in others. L stands for listen. J-O-L. Listen. Hear the other person out. When you have a disagreement, you listen to their perspective and don't listen to them just so you can pause for time to think up some vicious retort or response to them, but genuinely listen to their perspective on the issue that caused the disagreement. And you may say, but I know what's best. But pride will derail any attempt at resolution. Things can't always be your way, just as your way is not always God's way. And then last of all, the letter T. Treat them as more important than yourself. Serve, the, serve others before yourself. Joy will come in at that point. So I want to encourage you today. Remember, yes, you'll have disagreements, but there's a way to move beyond them and to be able to have some great benefit in your relationship. Maybe you need to practice that today. Maybe you got up, the guys got up this morning in your family and it's been nothing but World War III. Why don't you end that right now? Why don't you stop it? Why don't you humble yourself and show the love of Christ to those who live closest to you in this life? God bless you. 